0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give, Give it to me. Hello everyone and welcome Give to another me. Friday. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where you support us and we support you and we all just keep each other rolling through these insane times where incredibly, despite shortages of everything from toilet paper to pork to sanity, there is still no shortage of things.
1: No, no. That is the one thing that we have made sure that the supply chain of things is clear and free and coming to you every week.
0: You thought that Amazon was the greatest logistics platform the world had ever seen. But in fact, it turns out it is the steady and utterly reliable delivery uh, of n- things.
1: No, no, Jeff Bezos, I can't give you any more advice today. Sorry, I'm actually <laughs> doing It's a Thing right now.
0: And unlike you, our delivery never fails. I mean, sometimes it does for years
1: on end, but not sure, lately. Sure, <laughs> But we've upped our delivery. <laughs> <laughs> in the past year uh we've really improved it I hope we you really have yeah
0: it is a consistent um, five to six day delivery every time
1: speaking of insanity and patience for things to arrive uh, my first thing today is gardening oh yeah yeah <laughs> Because, I mean, and this is just like, let's go through for the next few weeks all the things people are doing to maintain their sanity. They're baking bread or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, playing animal grassing. Gardening. Mm-hmm. Gardening is definitely one that I am in on. Uh, and apparently there are mental benefits to gardening that have been known forever. It's not new, but like the act of gardening has been shown in studies to like calm people down make them feel more grounded, have a better sense of satisfaction uh, just, just because they're, you know, working with their hands and and making something that has a useful end.
0: That is amazing. And also does dirt. Dirt is so satisfying. Right? Yeah. This is incredible though. I had no idea. Reducing depression and anxiety. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I activated Siri again
1: on my MacBook Air. I don't know. How that it's happened, almost I'm, impossible not to activate your probably Siri.
0: Probably gonna try to figure out maybe how to just turn that off. Maybe. Um. Yeah. That is. This is so perfect, and also can confirm that I, like so many novice homesteaders, have also ordered a bunch of like raised garden beds, and I've planted all these things, and another one came today, and a bunch of seeds came, proving by the way that I don't know anything about what I'm doing because most of the things I ordered are supposed to be like planted in the winter. Or a fun thing I learned about asparagus today is it mm. takes three to five years to mature.
1: What? Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Wow.
0: Yeah. Three to five three years. Three to five years. So like, that's not a very good emergency crop at, at all. Oh, it's got no. a long
1: turnover. You're yeah. committed. You you want to find somebody for a committed relationship, find yourself an asparagus farmer. <laughs>
0: that's like that is a seriously long-term situation Uh, where you farm apples (laughs) no (laughs) i'm serious about it asparagus Asparagus.
1: tell me it really
0: is though it really gardening is everywhere it's like all the people are talking about it's hysterical good
1: one And 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 there's like this whole thing about celebrity gardeners where like folks are you know freaking um what's his name from uh the shield is out there taking pictures of himself out in the garden. Walton Goggins. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought you meant Michael.
1: What's the tough guy? No. Yeah, not the other guy.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Michael Chiklis. Is... I, haven't th- I Michael don't know. Chiklis. He might be gardening. I haven't seen it. If Chiklis is gardening, that's. I mean, that's. Drew sort Barrymore of the, is gardening. Either the nadir or the apex. The apex of gardening. Are you, so you are too? What are you growing?
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I got some sunflowers coming up nicely, and uh, some carrots in the ground that need Ooh. some thinning because uh, they're they're sprouting up really good. Uh, I got some tomatoes in a raised bed and some peppers.
0: Dang! Yep, I planted some peppers and some tomatoes and chard, and then some strawberries and something oh, else. Oh, and then yeah,
1: done. yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, yeah. Strawberries. Charred charred. That's a good one. I chard. want to do some kind of leafy green. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, a, the I'm big- not done yet.
0: Yeah. I'm not the world's like biggest lettuce fan. Although apparently lettuces are pretty easy to grow, but charred I'm all over that. And beans, I guess are great. I have, I think of the seeds that I ordered, the only ones that I can plant. I mean, I guess I could plant the asparagus and just, you know, <laughs> just wait it out. Um, <laughs> see what bet. happens. Um, is cucumber and then I might mm-hmm. do beans and then I'm just going to do a bunch of, Oh, I have some chives and, uh, thyme. I mean, seriously, oh, herb, who am I?
1: The herb garden, to, the herb garden's easy. The herb garden is mm-hmm. They're, they're easy. And, uh, and they're, and they're so, so, so beneficial. Yeah. Right. Cause you're like, Oh, I need some chives. I have them growing. Cut, cut, cut. There I go. I actually have wild, thing. uh, mint and sage growing in, not sage, Wild mint and rosemary growing in my backyard.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, California is pretty, we're pretty lucky that way because there's just literally like food growing all around us. In fact, I was even, my rosemary is not doing great. And there's somebody with a huge rosemary bush around the corner. And I was like, I think I just might snip some of theirs. And like, you know, I mean, it's all over the place.
1: I, I'm i going to, I'm going to plant more this weekend.
0: Yeah. I promise I not to
1: turn It's a Thing into a gardening podcast, but.
0: Do it. <laughs> Because apparently we all are.
1: Yeah, I've yep. got. I, I ordered like a a, a you know a jumbo pack of seeds, and and so I put the ones in the ground that were like can grow in any climate, uh, <laughs> just need full sun because it's super sunny here. Uh, and and so I'm like, these are the dead simple ones. Got them going. Uh, and so yeah, I'll, I'm going to go back and look at some of the more finicky ones, uh, especially the the leafy greens. Because man, just the idea, like. Of saying, oh, I don't have to wonder if my lettuce went bad since I bought it at the grocery store. I'll just pick it. Yeah, seems pretty great.
0: Did you garden as a kid? No,
1: not at all. No, you never garden. Wow.
0: Mm -mm. In fact, I have it. As you know, when this show relaunched like a year and a half ago, that's when I had decided to try to become a plant lady. It was like my whole right, of course, my New Year's resolution was like become a crazy plant lady. So I got a bunch of plants, and it was indeed very satisfying. And I have a rosemary and a mint plant. And then, yeah, this all happened, and it was—it's part, and it's really interesting because, like, to continue to validate that it's a thing, it's been like hard to find seeds online to order. Like, there, you know, things have been sold out that are related to gardening.
1: It's not quite Um, yeast level, but uh, it's—it's up there. Right,
0: (laughs) but it's up there, and so I think it was a combination of like prepper desire. Like, I was thinking. I should just really have food growing. I mean, especially here. Oh,
1: it totally Where was, food is me. growing all yeah. around.
0: It yeah. was a complete proper thing.
1: I'm like, why wouldn't I be growing food in my backyard? Like, at worst, I will have fresh vegetables growing in my backyard and be like, cool, I've got them. You know, at best, mm-hmm. uh, I've got food. <laughs> right? right? Like, uh And I, I gardened as a kid. We grew green beans and peas and tomatoes and cucumbers and pumpkins and all that stuff.
0: We didn't, we just in North Dakota, for some reason, North Dakota and Montana, like rhubarb grows everywhere, which is the grossest, but yeah. So we accidentally grew rhubarb, whether we wanted to or not. (laughs) And then I saw producer Rich mentioned that, uh, tomatoes and zucchini, you can't help but grow in his area. And zucchini was also one of those things where like, there's a certain time of year where if you leave your window open. In Montana and North Dakota, God help you because people are throwing zucchini through it because you just like can't <laughs> stop it from growing.
1: <laughs> Drive by zucchini.
0: Pretty much. Um, well, I am just going to keep the, the homesteading train rolling and because I cannot get enough of our evolving conversation, national conversation about bread. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so we've gone from sourdough starter. No, thank you to, uh, Mark Bittman's no need bread. Mm-hmm. Definitely. To the fact that now, apparently, the flour supply chain is working way too well for folks. Oh, no. Because a bunch of people placed orders for flour and couldn't get it delivered. And then it all came at once.
1: (laughs) And so now... Uh, So there was the panic flour flour buying of like, I'm going to place my bets on a bunch of different... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I have had three people in the last week basically beg me to take flour off their hands like yeah I, I would you like to trade um i'll give you some flour and you can give me nothing like my friend lindsay got <laughs> 75 pounds of flour oh, delivered
1: no. I she could give you g- some flour and you could give me the gift of me not having to have this flour anymore exactly
0: you could get the we- the eventual weevils out of my cabinet <laughs> from the like 115 years of flour that i have now ordered that all came at the same time <laughs> It is West Bay Stars in the Discord says it's like negative it's oil like the prices. Negative oil. That's totally it is right. exactly yeah. like that.
1: I'm I'm going to start charging flower futures. Yeah, I yeah. will take your flour. I will take delivery of your flour.
0: I know. It Turns out sure. all I need is a big ceramic bin or something, and I'd be like, mm-hmm, sure. For what is it? Thirty some, that? What was the oil futures negative
1: thirty seven dollars? Yeah, right. right. For
0: thirty seven dollars, I'll store. fifty your pounds Hell of yeah. your flour.
1: I mean, I Excess we don't. Flour. We don't bake bread. We have not gotten on the bed bread baking train. Um, Same. And flour lasts forever in our house. Yep. We have flour, and I don't know if I should legally use it. From, <laughs> pri- I want to say Buzz Out Loud era.
0: Oh my God! Really? It was.
1: It's at least early Tech News Today era, but it's it's that old. It's it's from when we lived in the Bay Area, and. Definitely before we moved to San Rafael. Um, wow. So it's it's like way back there. Uh, and then we have some flour that I bought that's still just sealed up in its bag because I thought, oh, we're getting low on flour. I better buy some more that I bought in here in Los Angeles like two years ago. But we still haven't used the rest of the flour that was in the sealed container. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, then we bought flour again recently, really? just in Be- case. Right.
0: Because of the weird yep, behavioral yep, economics yep. of the social media, the, everybody yep. talking about and it. The
1: psychology of like, well, we, we might want to. We're going to be cooking from home some more, so yeah, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, I did. I had this moment too, and I allowed a bag of flour, which it turns out that one of those paper bags of flour is five pounds of flour.
1: It lasts forever.
0: I allowed it to be foisted on me, even <sighs> though I already have a big ceramic container full of flour and like almond flour and like I have pumpkin bread mix and brownie med. And I don't, I'm kind of a gluten light person. Like I just Mm. don't eat a lot of bread. I don't bake Mm -hmm. a lot if it's not the holidays and now it's getting warm out. So there's no way in bedoodle that I'm going to be like,
1: when do we hit that toilet paper glut where somebody where people start looking at their closet, wanting that space back?
0: I wonder, well, it's actually funny. So my sister-in-law they're um, subscribe and save. Mm -hmm. people yeah and she was like yeah obviously we did not get our subscribe and save toilet paper Mm -hmm. in march but they got some now
1: yeah yeah i think it came i mean we were talking about this on good day internet today some folks were saying that toilet paper is still hard to find in their area other folks were saying it's it's not a problem anymore so if but it feels like the momentum is towards like yeah there's toilet paper on the shelves it's starting to happen not impossible
0: I don't really know because I have
1: a lot because I'm a
0: prepper. It's not even that I'm a prepper. I'm one and a half humans with a bidet.
1: Yeah. Well, and I I just always kept a good supply on. I never panicked about the toilet paper. And I thought it was hubris to say so earlier, but I feel okay now. I'm like, yeah, we just, we just, I buy it maybe twice a year and I buy a lot at once. Oh
0: yeah, you really do. Dang. And see, I ordered some in... Early, like the beginning of March, end of February, beginning of March, because I was like, a disaster is coming because I'm a crazy person. Mm-hmm. But turns out this <laughs> one time, this one time I was right. And that was sheer luck. Like, it never would have actually occurred to me that there might be a shortage. I just was like, I'm going to order some things. And well, that's got what like 48 sh- rolls from Costco. <laughs> and so now I'm like, oh. and, and then I counted up the weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, wait, we use like a roll a week at mm-hmm. most. Yes. And so I was yeah. like, oh, I could have a baby in the time that it will take me to get through all of this toilet paper.
1: <laughs> then you'll need that toilet paper. Uh, uh, fair,
0: fair, fair point. Yeah. Anyway, I, uh, yes, the flower yeah. glut. And I think it's good news. I think
1: it's good news. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah. It's a good indicator. It's a good, mm-hmm. good leading indicator that there's excess flour. <laughs> uh, hopefully there'll soon be excess pork. They're already uh, just before we move on uh, in LA County, they are pre- pro- preemptively, stopping you from buying more than a couple of pieces of any kind of meat.
0: Good. Seriously.
1: Because they're like, it's not that we're worried about supplies running short, but we know people are hearing about supplies possibly running short. And so we're just going to, we we learned from the toilet paper, I'm going to nip this in the bud right now.
0: Right. No, that is really, really smart. Because it's just not, it's just not okay, more than anything. It's not even that there aren't going to be shortages. It's just that the shortages are going to be like the flabby Tyson chicken at, you know, (laughs) Ralph's, like there will definitely be places for you to find me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, At least I hope so. And, and what you don't want is an artificial shortage before there's a real shortage. Exactly. That, That just complicates things. All right. Uh, We're going to break out of this topic then and talk about the remix that is storming TikTok. Uh, It is everywhere on TikTok. Uh, Doja Cat's Say So, remixed with Nicki Minaj, went live on Friday and is apparently everywhere to the point that Len Peralta, the artist, brought it up to me. And as soon as I heard him bring it like, have you seen this? It's everywhere on TikTok. I'm like, all right, I'm checking this out. And he's right. Doja Cat's Say So remix going wild on socials, says Billboard.
0: Oh my god. I I am old apparently. I don't know anything about this and now I have to watch it.
1: And and the thing is, this was a hit song, Say So, by yep. Doja Cat mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. True. So Putting the Nikki rap in it is what has like boosted the signal. People Just like, like that, were like, oh, new stuff. music. Cool. We're not getting as much new music. And they played it. <laughs> and it's like, okay, this is that song I know. I dig it. And then the Nikki rap hits and everybody goes crazy.
0: Like, oh, it's new. Yeah. That does tell you how starved. That's interesting because last week, two weeks ago, last week, time has lost all meaning. I am unstuck in time. Um, was when Fiona Apple put out a new album and she had like rushed it and Fiona apple hadn't put out an album in a long time but it just went crazy every and i had it in the rundown and then i was like that's over one week later but i do wonder if it's that everybody's a little bit weirdly starved for big name content yeah
1: well i mean is it like good I, I mean, I think it's pretty good. I love Nicki Minaj, so I'm predisposed yeah. to like it, honestly. Uh, some of the lyrics are—I mean, they're Nicki lyrics. So there, there's always going to be some controversial, right. like "used to be bi, but now I'm hetero" to rhyme with retro. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm really
1: <laughs> so you know, I mean, it, it's not for everyone. It's your Nicki real Minaj.
0: ass ain't keeping your man home. Sorry, keep. Your real ass ain't keep your man home. Now you're looking silly. Word to silicone. <laughs> so awesome. I mean, I'm with you. I love Nicki Minaj. I love that like this girl's on fire song. And then she's like, we're literally rapping about like how she's looking at her window because it's a horse farm. I'm try- I'll am i try to think of the words, but it's wonderful.
1: Yeah. I mean, the amount of references packed, uh, the compression level that Nicki Minaj can do with pop culture references is, is impressive. It always has it been. It is. Yeah. It
0: absolutely is. All right. I'm into I'm here for it. Sure. Good thing. Um, Another thing, as we all... Th- that's so funny that we both have like a funny little homesteading and then a funny little future of entertainment
1: thing. Uh-huh. What you Look got? Look
0: us with the, like a theme. It's um mind. As everybody tries to figure out how to like do stuff together apart and entertain, for a while there, and again, a thing I'm going to have to clear out of the bullpen, because for a while it was the group sing... Which is now over, where it'd be like a whole bunch mm-hmm, of people and mm-hmm. they would perform a song, you know, via Zoom and there'd be all of them sort of collaborating on a song. Well, the new collab in how to make an entertaining social video is the throw the phone collab.
1: Throw the phone, meaning the effect of like I'm doing a video and at the end I throw the phone and then yep, your video the picks phone. up catching the phone is the metaphor.
0: Exactly. So it's like yeah. tag. Yeah. It's like a version of tag. And so the first one I saw was the stunt people and so that that, so
1: good that was which was just really incredible impressive
0: went on a little long but still so incredible I and so it's like so all these too, stu- and
1: yet i didn't stop it
0: i mean you know what you're absolutely right actually i was like this is going on a little long and i'm still i'm totally still h- yep, into it yep. yeah and all the sounds are so good um and so yes they you know threw the phone to each other and you'd catch the phone and then this week's was the comic-con one oh, or the cosplay comic-con one. one the cosplay yeah, yeah. one it was amazing, and I also am so much. I mean, I'm impressed with the group sings. Like when it's the cast of Hamilton, or actually, there was just one this oh, week yeah. that was my was the my 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 college alum, the University of Montana. It was like the the marching band doing the fight oh, song, cool. nice. And the fight I song mean, for the they University of Montana sing, those is hilarious. Are good. Yeah. Oh, and they were totally off. Like it was hilarious. But the <laughs> oh, Up with funny. Montana song <laughs> includes the line. And the squeal of the pig will float through the air from the tummy of the grizzly bear. No kidding. It's an actual, yeah. Up with Montana boys, down with the foe. Yeah. Wow. And the squeal of the pig will float through. Th- anyway, <laughs> I'm off topic. <laughs> That's amazing, So Those though. were cool and they were impressive. But the throw the phone collab is so impressive and tricky. It seems so difficult to pull off, and the two that I've seen, they have pulled it off perfectly. They catch the phone like exactly like they're supposed to, and in the cosplay one, like Thor hits it with his hammer even into the <laughs> ground. It is so great.
1: Well, I, I think I think there must be something, and I, maybe some editor can explain this to us, or some psychiatrist or something. Uh, but there must be something in our in our brains that are hardwired to forgive imperfections in the cut, right? Because you think this can't work. But as long as the phone comes towards the camera or in the stunt, you know, thing, the punch, whatever it is, like it always works. It works every time. All you have to do, it seems like all you have to do is have the thing, whether it's the fist or the or the phone or whatever, be uh, at the camera at the beginning and at the camera at the end. And then it's just like do whatever you want in between to logically get you from one point to the other. And it just works.
0: I mean, I guess so. But
1: it is impressive. I mean one when oh, it, hits totally. it through the
0: yeah. floor and then it comes down from the ceiling anyway it, it's the in-between really, stuff
1: that makes it impressive for sure
0: it's so charm they're so charming and they're so clever and it just reminds me that like if nothing else the sheer creativity of humanity is should never be underestimated it's like people just sitting around being like <laughs> what can we?" i got nothing but time we- and apparently a closet full of freaking amazing costumes
1: we're a communal species and this is showing it because we can't stop ourselves. We're like, you know what? Keep us apart. Fine. We will figure out a way to cooperate on things.
0: It is. I just, I like, I love it. I love, and I can't wait to see what comes next. So first you had the group sings. Now you got to throw the phone collabs mm-hmm. and you know, we're going to have to up the game somehow. I don't know. I can't wait to see. I can't wait I wish, to see how we entertain each I, other next. Cause at least here in California, we're sheltering. In, I know exactly. <laughs> Or we could just hang out. <laughs> Not,
1: yet. Not yet. All right. Well, we are virtually hanging out with all of you, and you are sharing your things with us. Uh, starting with that Charlie dude wrote in about bread. Why wouldn't you? OMG! It's like Molly is in my brain. Every time people mention making sourdough bread, I keep thinking about the Mark Bitten, no, uh, Mark Bittman, no need recipe. I too have been making this recipe for years and it's so easy. Another variation of the no need bread is this one by Alexandra Stafford. And it is even easier than the Mark what? Bittman recipe. I found this one below about four years ago and my family loves it. They asked me to make it all the time instead of making it and Pyrex bowls. Like the author suggests, I do baking pans. Still comes out great. Love the show! Y'all are awesome. Uh, Stay safe. That Charlie uh, dude.
0: Goodness, I mean, this looks a l- oh, look how good it looks. It's called I mean, my, I do. It's called
1: peasant bread. That's what Alexandra cooks. Yum.
0: All right, I might make this because turns out now I have a lot of flour. I have a lot of flour. Why wouldn't you? And <laughs> exactly. my son is super into clam chowder and a bread bowl. He demanded that, which Still, I can totally make. You mentioned that last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still haven't. I was going to, but I did.
1: Ah, Okay. She's still, he's still yearning for it. He hasn't lost the, the, the desire. That's interesting. All right.
0: Also, I cannot believe what I am about to read because true story. And I have to say, I have to preface this before I even say it out loud, because I just need to timestamp the fact that yesterday, maybe it was Wednesday. I like right before a podcast and the musing, whatever to do time before make me smart. I was like, I miss my pool. I think mm. I'm gonna get I think I'm gonna get the thing that Shannon is about to point out. Mm-hmm. Shannon found a thing that's helping people beat the heat while isolating. And she says that thing is the above ground pool. Literally, I spec'd this out two <gasps> days ago. Two days ago. I was like, I'm a renter, but I still might do this. Anyway, she writes, here in Southern California, it is often harder to find a home with a backyard that does not have a pool than (laughs) one that does have a pool. But last week, when it suddenly became 100 degrees here in Orange County, I saw a sudden surge on social media in friends who lived in homes with backyards, but without pools, having installed above-ground pools. I saw pictures of two different families on the same day in their new above-ground pools on the same day. Just now, I even saw a picture of a backyard with kids in a large inflatable pool It's a thing with community pools closed and temperatures rising. I can see why this is a thing. And she says, sorry, I live in a condo with no backyard, just a patio. And we're contemplating covering it with playground rubber tiles so the kids can play out there since they can't go to the playground anymore.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. That's
0: a really good idea, though. Yeah. And also just like yard hacks. Yeah. Also, that is so weird about the above ground pool. And by the way, those things are not that expensive.
1: They're not. It's, it's always been just a stigma, I think, that kept the sales of above ground pools down. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, you're that neighbor. The, you know, the uh, uh, car up on blocks on your front yard and above ground pool kind of go together in people's estimation. But suddenly it's like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to cool off. So if you and think what you want to think, that's fine.
0: And it pop up like a 12 foot pool for like 1500 bucks.
1: I mean, that may sound like a lot to some folks out there, but compared to an in-ground pool, it's nothing, nothing.
0: Yeah. And compared to, you know, a year, I mean, community pools are inexpensive, but yes, like compared to the spring break trip, I didn't go on <laughs> like, <laughs> and should I ever actually get a refund from British air? I will get an above ground pool.
1: There you go. And then you
0: can, I mean, if you really wanted to go crazy, you could build like a deck and stuff. It's really amazing. It's amazing.
1: And I mean, it's, it's amazing. amazing. I, I I don't know this for sure. I'm going to suspect it's slightly less maintenance than a regular in-ground pool. Yeah, I don't because know. Because we we lived in a place with an in-ground pool once, uh, and it was a lot of maintenance. You, you, I mean, I would assume you still have to have a, a a treatment plan, even for the above-ground pool. But there were things you had to do to make sure that the pool in the ground didn't crack when you weren't using it in the off-season. I assume with the above-ground pool, you just drain it and put it away, probably.
0: I don't know. I mean, there are some that are sort of like there's the inflatable ones, but then there are some that are sort of like a semi-permanent installation. It looks like, Mm, I mean, it's really Uh like a, it's like a scaffolding. I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I can't believe that. I mean, now I'm like, Oh my God, it's a thing because Shannon brought it up and every time Shannon brings something up, it's a thing, but like, Oh, it's a thing.
1: Totally a thing. Uh, Um, Howard wrote in about remote work wardrobe says, I have been teaching online for more than a decade. The platform that we use does not show the instructor live. It focuses on the presentation and the whiteboards. I love the casual attire and the commute. There was one Saturday where I had class from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. The first seven hours, I was in my bathrobe. I had to get out immediately (laughs) after the end of the class. So during my final 10-minute break, I quickly put on my tuxedo. From bathrobe to tuxedo in one class... And it does not matter. <laughs> so much respect. I have
0: so much respect right now.
1: I need to know more about the tuxedo. We need I more do. details on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I That's do. amazing though. That's really good. Thank but you. But uh, I for Ricken
0: love it. All right, folks. Um okay. Yes. It's now Shall time
1: we? for shout-outs, which used to be a part <clears> of the show that we felt was important because it gave people who support us at the highest level uh a chance for recognition. In addition to that, we now think it is possibly the best part of the show, <laughs> or any show. If I'm uh, being
0: honest, best part any of shows, show.
1: yeah, yeah, that yep. exists. It's incredible. Um, today, our producer Rich Struffelino has created a script <laughs> for mm-hmm. a movie starring each shout out patron. It's a
0: screenplay, and by the way, we there are more. There are, we have increased the number of people who are supporting the show at the shoutout <laughs> oh, right, level, 1st, and I can right. only assume it is in the hopes that they will be part of something <laughs> like what is about to happen.
1: <laughs> well, yes, if you, if you increased your support last month, uh, it's May 1st, so now it pays off. Uh, also, each shoutout level patron will receive a copy of the exclusive It's a Thing screenplay. Uh, shall That's we give true. them a, a sample of this screenplay? like a I like think, a table read.
0: I think we should. I think we All should. Right. Shall
1: we? Um how do we want to do this? Should I uh, I I can do the the <clears> the um what do you call the it? narration? The, the narr- yeah, the, the
0: setup or whatever. We're clearly not screenplay
1: people. Yeah, exactly. Uh and uh, then Molly, you start with do, Brad. I can do the the screenplay direction if you would like. Oh, oh yeah, yes. no, no, yes. That's perfect. The producer perfect. always does that. Yeah. In the table read. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. And then uh, uh Molly uh you be Brad and I'll be Gabriel. Sure. Interior, Los Angeles. Afternoon. Helpful engineer Mr. Brad Sparks is arguing with clever computer programmer Lady Gabrielle Cohen. Brad tries to hug Gabrielle, but she shakes him off. Please, Gabrielle, don't leave me. I'm sorry, Brad, but I'm looking for somebody a bit more brave. Somebody who faces his fears head-on instead of running away. I am such a
0: person. Gabrielle frowns.
1: I'm sorry, Brad. I just don't feel excited by this relationship anymore. Gabrielle leaps. Brad sits down, looking defeated. Moments later, incredible police officer Esther Pena barges in, looking flustered.
0: Goodness, Esther, is everything okay?
1: I'm afraid not. What is it? Don't keep me in suspense. It's a Louis (gasps) Saint-Amour. I I saw an evil Louis Saint-Amour terrify a bunch of kittens. Bam bam bam
0: <laughs>
1: The story doesn't end there Mike Akins and Jake Woods <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Wait,
0: am I on the wrong? Damn it. No, 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 no. Stupid I just Google made docs, That, I, that I, was I, I it, right?
1: ad-libbed that because we hadn't mentioned Jake and Mike yet, and they didn't Oh, thank God.
0: Rights. Okay. Uh, I was like, yeah. no, I don't have that block
1: of <laughs> uh, stupid- But they will all, uh, Brad Sparks, Esther Pena, Gabriel Cohen, uh, Jake Woods, Louis St. Amour, and Mike Akins will all get the complete screenplay titled Ruthless Louis St. Amour.
0: I believe there may even be a poster. Oh, my God. I don't know if they're going to get the poster. I mean, dude, Rich, like, you know, you're just making this harder on yourself.
1: Yeah. D- you I have mean, to raise incredible. the bar every week. The bar yeah. can only go so high.
0: I, Or can it?
1: Or, or can, can it? it? Is there an end to the bar? We don't Be- know.
0: <laughs> Become a patron and find out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am so delighted. Also, this is really funny because I'm actually doing a screenplay table read with uh, for a friend who's a, a screenwriter i've never done this kind of thing before but like she's doing a zoom one and this was practice obviously i'm going to talk just like that <laughs> in that one yeah um you guys honestly it has been yet another absolutely incredible friday hanging out with all of you in the discord hanging out with all of you on twitter like it is just our pleasure to do this show thank you so much you can, of course, support the show at patreon.com slash it's a thing at any level that you like. And please don't feel obligated if you're supporting your local food bank, your family, or your friends. We totally oh, get
1: absolutely it. Absolutely not. Uh, you can also just email us your things. Feedback at it's a thing, not me. It's absolutely free. Great way to support the show. Or review us on iTunes. The more reviews we get on iTunes, the higher we climb in the iTunes oh, charts. hey, yes. Those other jerks are going down. Yeah. Take that. We have concerns. We'll talk to you next time.
0: Bye, guys.